joining me on the Room Podcast to talk about his matchup and his next fight happening at Cage Titans 50 on November 6th. I have Lionel Boogs Young in the house. What's yes, up, sir. my friend? How are you? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Just came from the gym. So, you know, feeling loose, energetic, tired. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. It's the grind. We're in fight camp, man. Uh, dude. Uh, coming off your last fighting experience, man, a ground and pound first round finish, man. You know, how you feeling looking back at that fight and your performance in that cage that night? Um, I feel real good. I feel like my performance was me. Probably not at my best, but me at a very good, comfortable night. Um, Gilbride was a very tough kid. Um, I just, I feel like I, I scoped the fight out. I knew what I was looking for. The moment I seen what I was looking for, I went for it. He made the fight easy for me, kind of. Well, quick work in there, bro. Your uh, two out of your last three wins, finishes, bro, uh, dating back to 2019. You know, we had that, you know, lull in the action. The world stopped. But it seems uh, you you took off where you left off, man. Uh, Cage Titans, you became an instant uh, fan right away. I mean, not that you uh, people didn't know who you were, but... You know, a finish like that and a card like that, uh, dude, that 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 boosts your level and your confidence way up. How does how do you feel about the experience and what happened that night there? Um, man, I feel like that's something that people should have seen like years ago. Um, being that I take great competition, man, it probably I probably took on a few too many people like you know a year too early, you know, but. I feel like now, the time that we have and the fighters that you have in New England, I feel like it's a great time for me because um, there's a few kids that's like probably like a year or two behind. And, you know, you can't just catch up to that. So until until you become that, you know, or I stop training, you know, I'm, I'm going to be at the top of the pack right now. Um, I feel like regardless of losses, when the losses, man, I, like you give my record to any kid in New England, they're going to say no. So you give those you give them those fights and be like, hey, you think you're you think you're better than Bugs? Fight these guys. You know what I mean? They would be like, nah, let me get a guy that's like fucking two and thirteen. I'll sell fucking thousand tickets. So it's like I'm we're in a real bitch ass fucking place right now in New England MMA. And I wanna just bring like a little bit of fucking nuts back, you know what I mean? Like I feel like everybody you know, when they get their first fight, they want a fucking one in 95 guy. And it's like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let's be more fair to the sport. Let's be more honest to the sport. You know what I mean? Like, I'm one of them guys with a bad record. But some of these guys is O and O against me. And you won't do it. Because the politics, you know, I mocked that little motherfucker up. But be fair to the game, man. If you love it, show it respect, man. Stop just fucking finding the easy way to get to where you want to go. And I know it's a business, granted, but that doesn't mean I have to respect your business model. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of bitch-ass fighters out here who, if it really had to go down to it, man, they probably wouldn't be in this sport no more. But they got a coach that probably loves them and is like, hey, man, I got you. We're going to lead you through this. So the way I look at it, man, New England's open for the taking because there's not enough art. Well, there's definite knowledge, years of knowledge right there coming out of you with that, man. Uh, well, you do have an opponent that stepped up, and uh, it seems he's not afraid to take on Bugs, man. You're taking on Andres Rodriguez, 4-1, and one, a local dude coming out of Lozon's MMA. Uh, he is, um, 
highly regarded as a prospect here. Uh, man, what are you thinking about this kid? I mean, uh, you can take uh, the wind out of his sails like you just did back at that last Cage Titans card. I'm going to just say like this, man. I ain't never been scared of nobody that's been fought. No disrespect, but if you fought Rob Fuller and you fought other guys of that same caliber and, like, I fought the guy that's teaching you, like, I'm not going to be too nervous of that. You know what I mean? I'm going to look at that as the best challenge. Um, right now, I feel like I got, like, a bullseye on my back with those zones. So, you know, I feel like it's going to be neutral. You know, after I take out one of your guys, don't don't get mad. I call out another one. Um, so it's like, you know, you play them tip the tack game, you think this kid's going to be the kid to knock me off my block. After this kid wakes the fuck up off the ground, man, just know I'm going to come to somebody else. Maybe Andy Ayala, maybe somebody else. But if y'all going to keep calling me out and want to fight me, you know what I mean? I'm going to take the same insult. You know what I mean? I wanted I wanted to fight fucking the party. You know what I mean? So I got this kid. They're going to pay me for it. I get to fucking showcase what I'm going to do. And, like, I'll be honest with you. I don't give a fuck what he got. I'm training Wasabi um, and, like, his whole crew, and they fucking great Muay Thai guys. I trained with fucking Kevin Walsh, the fucking explosive boxer, keeps it very high, high and inside. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm training with high-level motherfuckers too, man. So, <laughs> it's shit to me, man. Let's bang. Well, here's, here's something great about this. You talked about, you know um... – you know, his teacher is teaching him that you fought, you fought Rob Font in your career. You fought everyone in your career. Uh, so many high-level UFC fighters up and down the roster there. And, you know, Rob Font is close to Andre's, man. So, man, it's a great story. And, uh, man, it's it's like the teacher teaching the student or, uh, you know, the veteran um, kind of taking out the, the, the young guns coming up, man. As far as, you know, preparing for this fight, is there any different, uh, is there a different, uh, state of mind and way you're going to approach this fight because uh, Lionel as we talked uh, this is you know you're, you're two out of your last three you can get you know win here a, a great win finish that's you know three out of your last four you got you know a couple finishes in a row of cage Titans. your stock goes up man so you know what's the feeling going into this fight I don't know man all I know is hard work so the feeling for this fight is the same feeling for the fucking last fight but I just want more like the craziest part is other people want to do, do beautiful, and, like, I feel like there's something inside me, man, and he just wants to see fucking violence. Like, me and you talked about this before, man, you know what I mean? I got these guys that's, like, laying in my fucking, around me, every night that I fucking go to sleep, every night that I wake up, telling me what I could have been, telling me who I could have been. Um, a lot of my fights was very close, dumb decisions, bad camps, you know what I mean? So, now that I'm looking at life, man, what the fuck is this kid going to do to stop me? I got demons that's keeping me up at night. You think this kid's going to change anything about that? Like, I go to that fucking gym and I fucking spaz. I don't like if we're talking. What the fuck are we talking for at the gym? Like, we're here to work. What the fuck are we talking? Talk after. Like, I do a lot of stuff in my gym to, like, really tick these guys off to get them to tick me off to fucking be the, be the fucking meanest motherfucker you could be, the baddest motherfucker. You're supposed to take everything a motherfucker gives you and you return that shit back to him. And, like, that's why I try and preach in my gym. I try to preach that we, we're going to fucking hurt. We're going to fucking hurt. We're going to fucking break these motherfuckers. We're going to give them something different. I don't give a fuck what coach you got. I don't give a fuck where you done traveled. Them niggas ain't going to be in that fucking cage with you. I will. Awesome, my man. Well, 
November 6th, man. Fireworks, bro. Day, night, double header. I'm sure you got plenty of training partners that are going to be, you know. I'll be there early, so it's for shirts, man. Come buy one, man. I will, I'll, I'll be there all day, brother. I'll be on the steps sleeping there in the morning. I'll probably be eating a, 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 a sausage biscuit when you see me. <laughs> so, brother, man, as far as, you know, Everything leading up to this fight, you know how Cage Titans handles it, man. They make you feel, you know, like uh, you know, you're you're in that top level of the the biggest games of the game, dude. You fought on CES one, like we're going back. To I was two I was I was on CES one. CES one. I mean, you know, Lionel, you've been everywhere. You fought everyone. You you know, you spoke maybe not taking the best fights or you know. Taking fights on short notice, or blah, blah, and here and there, not had the best guidance, man. Who's helping you along now, as far as in the in the head, giving you guidance because you're doing it at the gym, talking about what you're, you yeah. Who's helping I, you out with it? I got to tell you about this. So there's this man, Eric fucking Grossman. I met the other day. So like, since I've known this man, he has did everything. From be like a father figure, shit, bail me out of jail, visit me in jail. <laughs> like, he even drove me to places, paid for my medicals, like, helped me pay my rent when I didn't have it. Like, this dude is like, he's the friend I never had. You know what I mean? Um, and for that man, I'll go to fucking war. Um, I have to give him 100% credit for like my mental and how I am as a person. And he makes me better. Makes me better as a person because the person he met was a very bad person, and most of you may know me, man. You know, I'm real close to these streets in Brockton, man. So, um, I didn't come from no easy past like most of you. I had no mother and father paying for me to go to the gym. I couldn't pay for practice. I was I was in the streets, bro, and I had to take care of my kids. And I found something that I loved, and you know, it took a hold of me, and I never could let it go. And um, but before I get lost in what we what you were saying, um. I would have to give Coach Zavi and Coach um, John Espada, I mean, Coach Dev and Coach John Espada, the utmost respect. Because, like, I was going through, like, a little troubled time in the summer where I couldn't make it to Citadel. And, you know what I mean? I was, like, in a little situation and shit was going down. And, like, they opened a door to me and they, like, really, like, changed my brain and my mental and how I, how I viewed going into training. Like, I used to be a guy that was going to the gym and I'm making little jokes and shit like that. Just the way that they tried to tap me, like zone in and hone in what I was gonna do, man. It was just, it was just amazing, man. It was incredible. It was just... Excellent, man. You're getting it from all angles, brother. A lot of people helping you away on the way now. Uh, not that they haven't done in the past, but dude, firing all on all cylinders. It looks like a new and rebirth from you since the shutdown, brother. Um, as far as what we're gonna see out of Lionel Bugs Young on November sixth, what what's gonna happen in there, my friend? So Coach Savi is probably I'm gonna put this I'm gonna say this on your show. My coach Savi is the best Muay Thai coach in Boston. So I'm saying it now, he's the best in Boston. So I'm letting you know right now, you're gonna see me moving, flowing. I'm going to be on the balls of my feet, switch kicks, teeps. Everything just feels so beautiful right now. It's all just flowing. I feel so good. I'm in, like, a great space. I'm in a great space, and all I see is victims. So, you know, I'm looking at it as I get a chance to be a fucking serial killer. I get a chance to go and purge on a motherfucker. I get the chance to go 
and do everything I desire to this kid. And at the end of the day, granted, I know he's a grown man and he might, he very well might try to stop everything I'm going to say and trying to do. And I expect nothing but the less from him. But I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. So there's two differences of the level we're coming on. I'm coming with high intensity. I don't give a fuck who's teaching you. I don't care whose army you're a part of. I see the hashtag Joe Rosen's army. Yo, no disrespect. Because we in fight camp and I'm in zone and you fight me, fuck him. I, I'm telling y'all, this, I'm going to try and change that guy's fucking life. I promise you that. Because y'all don't fucking respect me. New England MMA, I feel like you don't respect me. And I need your fucking respect. I gave you too much blood, too much sweat and tears for you not to respect me. And I'm going to make, I'm going to hurt each kid you put in front of me until you respect me. That's it, I ask. That's it, I ask. You don't got to make me a champion. You don't got to give me a thousand fights, but y'all will respect me. And anytime I choose to choose to come out and fight, you will give me an opponent that is decent. Like, I'm going to hurt your kids for how you hurt me when I was younger, man. So I'm just letting y'all know, man. Any of these young boys, you better make sure he's seasoned. Because I'm going to try and fuck that kid's game up. I'm trying to fuck his life up. I'm trying to make him never get in that fucking cage again. Now, I don't know if Pat's going to fight soon, but I promise you, Pat won't be back in that cage for six months. Well, with that yeah. said, <laughs> you got me trembling over here, man. You are awesome, brother, man. I'm so proud and happy that everything's happening for you. And everything happens for a reason, man. Time is now for you, brother. Take it over and, uh, you know, leave it all in that cage, man. Last thing, I know you have a couple of sponsors. Social media, you're selling tickets. It's a big fight for you. Uh, the implications of a win in this fight for you are huge in the future at cage titan so let it all out there brother and uh man a pleasure talking to you um thank you to always athletics thank you to citadel Montreal, Ramen muay thai um thank you to exclusive drip um thank you for my um my anonymous donor i appreciate you bro like you don't even understand and um i'm gonna have some t-shirts um follow me on my facebook Line of Book Jump. I'm actually like, I'm in the doghouse for the next four days. Me but I'll too. be back. Me too. Um, <laughs> add me on Instagram, Books 508. Um, they just deleted me off Snap, so I can't give you right now. And um, I'm going to be having t shirts. I'm be having t shirts there, man. Please support. You know, I got a dream of making like a little MMA clothing company, man, for, for us urban guys, man. I feel like we don't have nothing that we could relate to and wear. So. You know, I'm trying to do a few different things, man, and I just hope to support back. And thank you to Wicked Muay Thai, man. I bought my fight shorts from them, and um, I'm going to be coming out in them, man, so I appreciate them too. Excellent, man. What a vibe you'll be sending on the six, man. So, Lionel, brother, pleasure talking to you, brother. Pleasure seeing you work in there, and I can't wait to see it happen again, man. I'll be Cade's side and uh, hoping to talk to you uh, soon after, man. New, New England, November 6th, we purge.